Jesus Christ. I take one week off and I forget how to do all of this. I literally was just recording and I got like a full minute in and then I realized I didn't hit record. So that was... That's pretty cool. So we get to go back and do this all over again, even though it'll be brand new for you. So let's fucking get into it. What's up, everybody? How's it going? Go ahead and crack this. I'm going to pour it into a cup. That way, I feel like you can just rip beers when they're in a cup. If you drink them out of a can... A bottle you can kind of kind of rip them through, but I feel like if you get yourself a red solo cup that uh pour one of them bitches in and you're just fucking doing it. You know what I mean? Not that I need to be drinking, but you know what? Fuck you. I took some edibles, let's go. Let's see what happens. Worked out well the last time. Um what's everybody been up to? My hard drive uh crashed. Last week, that was cool. Came back from, um, I usually go over to a buddy's house to watch Thursday night football. Came home, was going to record. I was like, all right, let's fucking do it. 1130 at night because football's on way too late out here. And then I get home in my uh, external hard drive that has everything, all the uh, soundboards and all my shit for logic and all my preset shit was all, it was just, it wasn't being recognized and it wasn't recognized at all. And I was, uh, not about to sit there and troubleshoot it for fucking three days. Uh, but we're back. We're good. I've spent a good hour and a half figuring this out. I don't even know if it's going to sound good, but I have everything backed up onto a cloud server now. So it's up to, it's up to God. You know what I mean? Fool me, fool me, fool me, shame. Shame on me fully. You know what I mean? You know what they say? It was my birthday the other day. I fucking woke up. Dude, I woke up on my birthday. Lower back hurt. Don't know why. Don't know why. Age, 33. Old. Dead. Basically dead. That's basically what, what I took from that sign. I woke up, swung my 33-year-old feet. Out from under the covers, onto the ground, stood up, back hurt. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. I feel like every year I have more back problems, but it's always around my birthday. It's never like, it's not like a year-round thing. It's like my body knows that I'm about to be a year older, and that week it's like, let's just fucking show him what's what's on the horizon, because I'm 33 now, I mean, I plan on taking care of myself, but you don't know the world, you don't know what's going to happen, I got another 20 left, maybe, that's 53, ooh, 20, 27 years, 57, that's 25 years, yeah, hopefully longer, huh, witnessed my first mini tornado, that was fucking awesome, I took 50 milligrams, and then I was like, oh, it's fucking raining. I'm just chilling. Pop 50. This was on Monday night, two Mondays ago. It was the, who was playing? It was like the Bengals. No, they played last night or two nights ago. It was the Patriots and like the Browns or some shit. I don't know. 
by fucking taking out a bull, starting to kick in. Power flickers for a little bit. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. I know it's raining, but, you know, it's Texas. I figure the infrastructure is better than California. And then I'm like, oh, it's fine. Game's over. I go brush my teeth. There's just shit. It sounds like a fucking nightmare outside. I go, what is the, what the fuck? There's just wind and there's leaves like blowing up against my window. I'm like, what the fuck is like, it's, is it that windy? And so I look outside and I couldn't see fucking 150 feet in front of me. There's pool chairs being launched all over the place. I was like, what the fuck? I'm gathering canned chili. I'm writing out my well. I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> I don't know what to expect. And I thought I was just being a bitch because I was like, oh, I'm from California. And this is just, you know, this is an average fucking Monday in Texas. And then I look online and there was a small tornado about three or four miles north of me. So I was like, hey, it wasn't anything crazy. Dude, the fucking, it's weird out here. Like, I'll just be outside, and then 20 minutes later, I'm like, hey, it's getting kind of dark. And then 10 minutes after that, it's torrential fucking downpour. It makes no sense. You have to pack for, like, winter, fall, spring, and, what's the other one? Summer. You know what I mean? You got to have, like, pants that, like, cut off. That way you can, like, like fucking tearaways or whatever. (laughs) Like, fucking... Like warm ups in the NBA, you just gotta have those on deck. Then you gotta have like a shirt, a sweatshirt, a jacket, a beanie, a hat, an umbrella. Just all, all, all in your car. Just a fuck, just a, a fucking suitcase packed at all times. So that was cool. I knew I was losing in fantasy. So I was just like, because I, I think I, I remember who I had. I think I maybe have had Jacoby Myers for the Patriots. And I was, I was down by like 40 already. I was like, there's no way Jacoby Myers is going to give me 41 points right now. It was like third quarter. It was kind of like a whatever game from what I remember. And so I just, I'm like, I'm kind of getting a little high. So I just go on YouTube. I'm like, fuck this, dude. I go on YouTube. And I, the whole time I'm thinking, like, dude, like, these edibles haven't really hit. Like, they've kind of hit, but I was, like, I've been, I was laying down the entire time. So I didn't really know how, like, much it was really affecting me. And then I stood up to go pee. And that's when you get that little, uh, nice little reality check. So I came back, and I was like, I'm just going to watch something fun, you know? Let's just do it. So I'm just scrolling through YouTube. 40 minutes later, I realized... That I've been watching one of those like fireplace loop videos, you know, (laughs) that loop for like 12 hours. (laughs) It's like shit that you put on for your dog when when you fucking leave, (laughs) you know what I mean? Or it's like, that's like the move that you do. You remember back in the day when you would, when like uh, light timers would first, like they first kind of came out. I guess they've really kind of been around for a while. But like when they got really popular in like the 80s and 90s, people would leave they would like plug in lights and when they left for the weekend, if they went on like vacation or something, they would time it to where it looked like people were home all night. Like it's, you know, home alone or some shit. Just racking up the electricity bill. All you have to do is just look in the window and realize that no one's there. (laughs) But that was that, that was the nineties. That's what, that's, that's what we did. Now we got smart 
technology where with your with your within five miles of your house, your fucking air conditioner kicks on at home, the lights turn on, you got some Marvin Gaye playing, like it's all everything's automated. You didn't have to buy these timers. Those timers were a fucking bitch too to to, to like program because it was just a bunch of pins. All the way around that you'd have to like figure. I mean, it was pretty straightforward, but compared to now, because everything's easier because we're fucking dumb and everything has to be made easier. Dude, we're going to be dumb very quick. I feel like we're already pretty dumb. I was listening to, I think it was like Dr. Phil. I think he was on Rogan. I think that's who it was. That That has to be right. And he was basically breaking down how stupid we've become in the U.S. It's alarming. We're like 40th in math or some shit. Don't quote me on that. Go and watch the episode. But it was something alarming where I was like, I mean, okay, I understand that I'm not in that 60%, the good one, because I'm garbage at math. I'm garbage at most, most things, like comparatively, comparatively, is, is that the right word? You know what I mean. Like if you're thinking of science, you're not going to put me in the same percentile as a scientist. You're just not. That's <laughs> just not, that's not what you're going to do because we're rational. So I understand that I'm 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 in the lower stupid half of most things. But I didn't think 40%. Like we're 40th. Like how many how many how many countries are there? Like what? Let's see. How many countries, wow, are there? 195 countries and we're 40th. So maybe that's not that bad. When you compare it to that, we're in the top 25% or so. But this is America. We should be number one at everything. <laughs> I mean, out of all the subjects, what am I the best at? Maybe English, which you wouldn't really have guessed that from this podcast. But if we're going history, see, I like history. I'm just, I can't retain that kind of shit. Like, I remember movie quotes and very, very, very dumb things that have little to no, like, application in life unless you're playing you know trivia at whole foods every wednesday or whatever the fuck but outside of that i'm pretty terrible at, like remembering things <laughs> like i'm not really selling myself here but what i'm getting at is like i i have i have a buddy who's very good i have a few friends actually like this who will be like oh this happened on this year and this is why and I'm like dude this happened like 400 years ago and you remember all the players you remember how it went down or at least their interpretation of it right you asked me what I did I don't know Monday and I don't honestly think I could tell you anything other than work and football if you were like, other than work and football, what did you do on Monday? And I'd be like, I don't know, dude. I think I just slept the entire day. Even though you know you didn't. I probably went out and got P. Terry's. Dude, P. Terry's thought. I need to calm down on P. Terry's. If you don't know what P. Terry's is, um, it's, a, it's a pretty, it's becoming one of my favorite spots in Texas. And it's, it's basically a burger joint. It's not like In-N-Out. In-N-Out is in a a different category. This place has breakfast. They got banana bread that fucking rips. I haven't had their cookies because they're out every time. That's why I have to get the banana bread. Their shakes, their shakes are okay. Their shakes are good. I mean, it's ice cream, milk, and some kind of like flavoring. So it's obviously dope. But compared to like a McFlurry, 
or a Dairy Queen Blizzard or whatever the fuck those are called. I don't know where it ranks. But the burgers, the burgers and the fries are very good. We've talked about how I rank P. Terry's. P. Terry's is um, my number two as far as fast food burgers behind California In-N-Out, not Texas In-N-Out because they are different. I've been eating an aggressive amount of P. Terry's. I, <laughs> I go at least once a week. I've gone twice this week, and it's Wednesday. So I need I need to calm the fuck down. I had like, I kind of went a little off the rails during my birthday. Went into Austin, saw a show, went to some breweries, ate at some food trucks, you know, Austin shit. And then I just carried it on into the week. Instead of Monday being like, all right, you ate fucking 13 donuts last night. This is where you have to make up for it. I'm like, well, I may as well get, more, I may as well get brisket. Went and had barbecue Monday, Monday morning, technically, because it was 11 a.m. Most people are having like breakfast tacos at Torchies or some shit. No, I got fucking barbecue. I got brisket, potato salad, and macaroni and cheese with four slices of white bread at 11.14 in the morning on Monday. And then that's how I started my day. I woke up, I worked out, and I was like, I deserve to eat okay. So I ate like, I don't know, 4,000 calories. Half of those were probably just processed sugars from the bread and shit. But it was bomb. The mac and cheese was phenomenal. The brisket was great. They had homemade barbecue sauce. That fucked. But then Tuesday rolled around. I was like, all right, dude, seriously, you got to play it safe. Boom, P. Terry's. <laughs> and then today I was like, fuck, I need to eat before I record because if I if I get too drunk, I'm not going to drive and I'm not going to spend fucking $48 on P. Terry's Uber. So I'll, I'll, I just won't eat. I won't eat or I'll just keep drinking and then I'll just go to bed. So I went out and I got some more P. Terry's. So I had P. Terry's back-to-back days. I had yesterday and today. And, um, yeah, it fucks. So that's it. <laughs> um, uh, but no, the fucking, the back to my high YouTube, looking at the 12 hour video loop Halloween thing. So I'm sitting there just like, Oh, like, I'm just staring into the TV. Like, I don't really understand what's going on. I'm coherent. I'm chilling. I think like my I had some people call me and wish me happy birthday, and I mean, it seemed fine. They didn't say anything to me, so I don't know. I don't know how it really went down, but in my mind, it was fine. And then I'm just sitting there, like, melting into the, not melting into the couch, but I'm, you know, I'm chilling. And then I'm like, oh, dude, this is a Halloween-themed one. Because you know how, like, they'll have, like, a coffee shop with a fireplace, and it crackles, and, like, you feel like you're there, even though it's, you know, not really... Not really that. Like, do people just have that on nowadays? I feel like people just have fireplaces. Like, if you're just going to have a fireplace, I guess if you don't have a fireplace, if you don't have a fireplace, though, then, hey, don't use the screensaver. I don't know. Or do. I don't. Who the, who the fuck? Who the fuck am I? You know what? You should you, you should only, only have it. I will say, though, Watching a 12-hour loop, if you don't have YouTube Premium, really fucking throws you in and out of uh, zen <laughs> real quick. Because it's just like chill. It's got like smooth jazz or whatever in the background. There's like a little kick drum and a hi-hat going just soft in the background. There's, you know, uh, 
a pot of coffee on like a table that's you know has like some steam coming off of it so you know it's hot there's pumpkins everywhere there's crackles in the fireplace and then like four minutes later it's like welcome to dodge and it's just like talking you're just you have this like fucking commercial blown up and the the volume of the commercials are always incredibly higher than what you're actually watching so if you're just chilling like I was, you fucking, um, you, you, you have to grab the volume or the, 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 what's the word? Remote. There we go. We got there. You got to like rush over to the other side of the, of your, um, your living room, grab the fucking remote, go all that. And then by the time the ad's done, when you skip it, cause nobody finishes it, I, I curious what the stats are on how many people are like, actually, this is actually a pretty cool commercial. I I need to hear more about the McRib, you know, <laughs> when they, dude, why don't they just make, this is a sidebar. Do they just not have the McRib year round? Do they, I feel like if you're going to order the McRib, just make it like, I understand the shamrock shake. Cause that's a, that's a March thing. That's for, um, St. Patrick's day and you leave it. But is the McRib, let's see, is the McRib year around? I thought it was at one point. The timing of the McRib return can vary from year to year, but most recently it debuts in the fall. So it's coming up. Why isn't the McRib sold year round? This is an actual FAQ on the McDonald's website. Why isn't the McRib sold year-round? We like to change up our menu throughout the year by offering some limited-time-only items like the Shamrock Shake in the spring. The timing of the McRib return can vary from year to year, but most recent, it debuts in the fall. I literally just read that. If you'd like to share your thoughts with us, find us on the McDonald's Facebook page. Fuck, fuck your social media. Dude, I can I tell you? I cannot wait until Instagram is like for old people. I feel like it's kind of already get it's kind of already gotten there. There's like TikTok and all this, you know, other fucking stupid horse shit out there. But I can't wait till Instagram becomes like the Facebook of social media and it's like, "Oh, you use Instagram? What are you old?" Like, I can't wait for that cuz I'm just going to be done with it. You know, like I really only have Instagram to post this for the most part. Every Friday I'll post out you know, the name of it, you see it all over the place. But that's pretty much it. My Instagram, like probably most people, has just turned into a ball of of of, of shit and piss. That's <laughs> basically what it feels like. Every time I open up Instagram, I get mad. Or I'm like, we're really talking about this? It'd be like some millionaire that lives in wherever, Calabasas, uh, lost lost her cat and so she has a GoFundMe and like that's trending on Twitter and I'm like dude this bitch makes literally more than my entire neighborhood combined buy a new cat you know what I mean or be like hey I'll give somebody a million dollars and I will fly I will fly out there I will land at Burbank I will get on the 101 north and I will go to Calabasas like fucking Ace Ventura if there's a million dollar reward but there's not it's always like Oh, um, um, service animals are now people or something like, I bet you that's going to be a thing. They're going to be like, whoever who has anxiety 
counts as two people. So <laughs> you need to have a dog with you. That way you are two people because the dog is your is you or something. I don't know. It sounds crazy, but there's a lot of wild shit going on right now. So I don't think that's too far. I mean, if I if you were to tell me when I was 11 years old, hey, you can bring your dog to the fucking restaurant and it can shit and piss all over the patio just because some lady or some dude doesn't like being around people. Then I'd be like, you're clinically insane. I don't understand. What are you doing? I cannot tell you, that is one nice thing about being kind of removed from like a big city. You, I'm sure you see it in Austin. I don't go often. I've probably gone three times in the five months that I've lived here. Four months. How long have the fuck I lived here? June, July, August, September. Dude, I've been here almost five months. Let's go. Um, I've, I've probably been there three times in five months because um, it's just, I just, I don't, I don't like people, but you know what? I don't have a dog. I don't have a dog because of it. So you know what? Am I better than you? No. I'm just saying that just because you want your rent to be cheaper and you have anxiety, I say with air quotes, doesn't necessarily mean that I want to smell cat shit or dog shit. Dude, what's the craziest service animal that people have gotten away with? I've, I've seen, I've seen like um, uh, birds, I think, right? Like service animal birds. Like what, 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 what the, what the, what the fuck is that going to do? Or like a a mini horse that I actually can get on board with. It's still insane. People should be like locked up for it. It's still clinically insane to have a mini horse as a emotional support animal that you can just take with you to fucking BJ's and go sit on the patio and it just dumps all over while you're getting a Fiesta fucking trio platter or whatever. That, that's, that's chilies. You know what I mean? Same difference. Let's, 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 I kind of want to, uh, craziest service animal. I guess the craziest service animal. Here we go. <laughs> Let's go. I gotta drink some beer for this. I, I see a, a big ass monkey, and there's no, <laughs> there's no way this can be. I don't think this is a legit website. I think this is like a onion type place. I gotta find it from a credible source. Washington Post. It's not really. I mean, it's way more credible than this other fucking joint. I guess. I don't even know what's credible. I feel like all you have to have... Oh, oh, I'll tell you what, though. You have to fucking sign up. You have to sign up to read this article. Kiss my ass. Um, Let's go to the crazy one, because I feel like this actually might be, might be more fun. I don't know if this is... Whoa, kangaroo. All right, I'll fucking drink to that. Um... If you think that kangaroos are best left roaming the Australian continent or safely behind fences at zoos, you're not alone. In fact, in February 2015, a Wisconsin woman was asked to leave a McDonald's, ironic, in Beaver Dam, which is hilarious, uh, when she entered the restaurant with Jimmy, her emotional support kangaroo. Kangaroos are kind of cute though. Like they'll fucking rip you in half if you if they're just having a bad day. But I think universally, I think people are like, oh, it's a kangaroo. Like, let's put some McMuffins in its pouch or whatever. You know what I mean? Number two, bearded dragons. This one makes no sense. Um, when many picture an emotional support animal, they picture something soft, fuzzy, and huggable. Of course, that's far from the whole picture. Just ask, I won't say their name, but ask this lady 
who's a teenager recently profiled in the Waco Tribune, which is out, out here, kind of, for your her unique emotional support animal, a bearded dragon, whom she keeps, who, hold on, upon whom she depends for anxiety relief. Like, pigs, turkeys, snakes, peacock, what the, a peacock, isn't the, like, the wingspan of a peacock, like, like a way bigger than a fucking doorway wingspan of a peak i know we're in the weeds here but yeah dude five feet across 50 inches long <laughs> so you're just like oh yeah um we have to pick up my emotional support peacock and turn him sideways to get through the fucking door because it's it's excited aren't peacocks like ultimate motherfuckers I don't know what that is. Can you guys hear that? I think something's about to blow up. Is there a fucking another tornado? I just look outside and there's just people getting blown all, all over the place. Not getting blown. That would, that would be wild. I just walk outside and there's just dudes getting fucking sucked out there. I'm just like, what is this? This is so weird. How does that make... A duck. Chicken. Mini horse. Squirrel. Hold on. I gotta see what the fuck that is. Uno memento. I don't know what the fuck that is. Anyways, squirrels, that's hilarious. Goats, parrots, goldfish, an emotional support goldfish. Okay, this is the this is the last one. We got fucking Darla from Finding Nemo over here. <laughs> we got, while you can't hold them and you'd be hard pressed to get them to make eye contact, hilarious, goldfish are apparently among the many strange companions earning the emotional support animal designation these days according to republican strategist and regular political talking head anna navarro during a flight out of albany in march of 2018 airport officials announced over a loudspeaker that someone had left an emotional support goldfish at security so how did they know it was an emotional support goldfish did they you know how like you'll see like a golden retriever and it has like that that fucking SWAT vest on it. It's got like all these like fucking patches on it. Like it, you know, just did, just did a tour in Iraq. What do they do for a, 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 a goldfish, an emotional support goldfish? Do they, they just put it in a bag? Do they carry the whole bowl? Do they have just a bag and they just put a Sharpie and they just emotional ES? They just put ES on there? ESG, emotional support goldfish, dude. That's what that's what they're like, well, what is ESG? And you're like, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's um, you know, just part of my struggle. I just need to have need to have this goldfish. Now, otherwise I get anxiety. <laughs> that is wild. I'm all about having dogs, I guess. I actually, you know what? I'm not. I'm not for it. If you're blind. Or you actually like need it? Cool. If life is just hard and you need to have an emotional support animal, especially a fucking goldfish, then maybe you should stay inside. <laughs> I don't I don't know what to tell you. Life is very life is hard. A hedgehog. They have a hedgehog. These prickly little pals may be deemed emotional support animals by their owners, but they're still ooh, Jesus. I don't even know how to pronounce that. 
Irenosomorpha? Sure. Non uh, grata on some planes. I don't even know, know what I just said, but it sounded good. In May of 2018, due to an uptick in strange support animals making it to 30,000 feet, American Airlines that hedgehogs would no longer be welcome on their flights. I feel like this, I feel like we're getting to a point in society where we're just, we have to constantly talk about the obvious shit. Because somebody made money off of it. Like, you know you know the first person that sued McDonald's or whoever because they got a hot cup of coffee and they were like, oh, there's no disclaimer on it. How do I know if it's hot if it if it's doesn't say it? And then they drink it and they burn themselves and they get $35 million out of McDonald's. I just made that up. And then now that's like that's what we have to do for the rest of our life. We're like, oh... Hey guys, welcome to American Airlines. You know, here's your fucking vest and the thing that drops down. Make sure you put it on yourself before you help anybody else. Um, are you cool with a water landing popping these fucking doors open? Like, we're just going to put all the responsibility on you. Um, oh, by the way, no hedgehogs allowed on the flight. Um, we are aware that in the past there have been... <laughs> There have been passengers that thought it was okay to bring a hedgehog onto an American Airlines flight because they are quote-unquote emotionally supportive animals. There's just going to be a laundry list. How, how many things are we going to add to that list, guys? No fucking, you know, can't bring, can't bring a horse. Uh, emotionally support horse. No giraffes eat, no giraffes. Gerbils, nope, no emotional... No gerbils. I will say, though, if there is an emotional support dog on my flight, I, I, I will pay to upgrade to sit next to that dog. Because that dog is better than most people on that flight. Let's be real. I took a flight not, not, not even long ago. A month ago when I went to Denver two months ago. People are still clapping when the plane lands. Like, I get it. We could have died that entire time. But... You know, clap in your head. Clap in your head because when you clap in person when the plane lands, just know every single person around you hates you. They fucking hate you. And it's well-deserved. You shouldn't clap on an airplane. The only time that you should ever clap on an airplane is when a crying baby stops crying. I think everybody should clap. As soon as that baby stops crying, just woo! Turns into like Staples Center, Game 7. Everyone's just super, super pumped. The fucking baby wakes up. He's all pumped. What are you talking about? I don't know. Emotional support hedgehogs. I just went on a whole, whole thing about it. Like, I don't want to do a shot. But I don't have anything. I don't think. No, I have rum. I'm going to go do a shot. I'm going to pause this. I'm gooey. I wish I had like some music to play. I just play. Yeah, I don't have anything. All right. Be right back. We're going to do a shot and then we're going to do dicks of the past. I'm gooey. Okay, we are back. I got a shot of Bacardi that I forgot existed. My dad drinks Bacardi. And this was a bottle that he bought when we were buying and putting together Ikea furniture for fucking... Like, what felt like 12 hours straight. 
Uh, that's all we have. I have that, and then I have my beer. So we're going to do a shot. Okay. And we're going to do Dicks of the Past, and then we're going to talk about sports, and then we're going to fucking do it, and we're going to do it, and we're going to do it. Cheers. I chased it with a Red Bull, which probably not the best thing to chase alcohol with gooey because it'll probably it'll probably hurt my heart <laughs> at some point but it only had a little bit left and I, I wasn't going to crack a sodi pop for a shot you know what i mean of course you don't dicks of the past let's do it time machine function three two one this is dicks of the past. Oh yeah. Rum fucks, huh? <coughs> Jesus, sorry, I just coughed right into the mic. Rum's pretty good. Whiskey though, it's just I used to like vodka. I mean, I still do. But here's the problem I have with vodka. The problem I have with vodka and kind of tequila, more so vodka though, is that you could pour me a vodka soda or a vodka tonic and put 75% vodka in it, a little bit of ice and some mixer, stir it up, Squeeze a little lime wedge into it and tell me that it only has a shot and a half in it, and I will believe you. I feel like with vodka, it's not. I feel like vodka has that initial bite kind of to it. Some some places, or some places, some vodka companies don't even have that bite. Like, I remember the first time I had Grey Goose, I was in Vegas, and I was like, oh shit, whatever, it's fine. I didn't pay for it, and I had it, and I was like, oh, shit, like, this is pretty fucking, like, it's, there was, like, tears to it, obviously, like, but the big thing is vodka and tequila, I feel like, for me, at least, like, I can, I I can tell what's a, I mean, I can't, I can't, like, if you tell me some, like, if you do, if I, if I do a blind taste test, I can give you a price range of where this belongs, typically, because I, I, I drink a lot, <laughs> no, for sure with whiskey, tequila, you can kind of, you can kind of fuck me on it, because some cheaper tequilas actually taste bomb, like the Rocks tequila, I wanted to hate it, because I'm just a hater of the Rock, because you just, in everything, um, not as a person, the dude seems awesome, but it's just like, I get it, dude, we, you like to work, okay, we get it, <laughs> and, um, but I was like, fuck it, I'll just try it, and I tried it straight, room temperature and it wasn't bad it wasn't bad at all and I was like fuck god damn it like I wanted to hate it but I was like you know what good tequila is good tequila now it's not like you know 1942 or uh what is it Claza Azul or however you pronounce it like but for the price it was like 40 bucks I think maybe it was cheaper and it fucks and then you you, you throw some ice on it you throw a little bit of a sprite or something on it and you have no idea. So for that, it's fine. But with vodka, I feel like you could just make, you you could pour almost a solid eight ounce pour of vodka into like a red solo cup 
and then throw like some fruit punch on top or some pineapple juice and you're you're in your blackout season. That's what you're doing. You're blacking out that season. That's just you don't know. So that's why I don't drink. I don't drink it to to save myself. That's why I drink it. Because, like, you give me Red Bull vodkas all night long, I'll have 30 of them. And then I'm probably going to have a heart attack in 14 hours. Like, it's not, it blends too well. Whiskey, the only thing to really blend whiskey is Coke for me. And even then, you're going to taste the whiskey. Because you're not going to make, like, good whiskey doesn't taste, doesn't have that, like, crazy bite to it. Not all of them. But the ones that I've tried that were, like, more expensive, they don't really have, like, a wild, like, spice to them. If they do, it's pretty subtle, but it's not overwhelming like some. And so if it's really good whiskey, you're probably not mixing it. If you are, you're kind of an asshole. I don't know why that is. People, like, shun you. If you're like, oh, I bought, um, I don't even know, Johnny Walker Black. Well, that's not even crazy. Uh, if you go... Um, I don't know what's the craziest. What's the craziest one I've had? I'm forgetting all the names. I sound like a real, real twat right now. But if you were to mix those, sorry, I think a fucking mosquito just flew into my eye. I have been getting murder fucked by the mosquitoes out here. I don't know. I don't know why, because I've lived out here for I guess five months now. Four, five months. And I, I was fine. I was fine through summer. I was fine through like the few storms that we had. I was fine. I live right by a pool. Like there's a like there's fucking still water everywhere, and I'm 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 fine. But I left my window open the other day, or my door open because it was nice out. I may have talked about this. I don't know if it was last week or the week before. The days just fucking blend together. You know what I mean? That's what happens in your thirties. The days just they just Every day is exactly the same. <laughs> basically, that's basically what it is. Um, but ever since then, I've just been getting, yeah, I've been getting just rocked by some mosquitoes. So I was gone all weekend, most of the weekend, and I went out and bought some like heavy duty, like fucking Nagasaki type poison, and I just doused my entire apartment. Came home, there was, I, I was like high from the fumes, but there was so many dead bugs. Like I felt like, I felt like I was like squatting in my own apartment. <laughs> like there were fucking bugs, dead bugs everywhere. Cause apparently I just dropped the fucking napalm on them and then left and they just had to fucking deal with it. So ironically, I had to open up my windows again to air out, <laughs> to air out all of the smell, but I've been chilling. Day three now, where I haven't like woken up in the middle of the night, woken up, awoken, I awoken, (laughs) where I fucking woke up to just scratching. And then you wake up in the morning and you have these little like, little like, like nipple tit things. Like I have one on my elbow right now. It's starting to go down. But if I extend my arm out and like turn my bicep in so you see my elbow, it looks like I have a little like a little nipple on the edge of my on the edge of my elbow cuz I don't know I got bit right on the right where like the bone lines up so it's like I have fucking mumps <laughs> and I don't get it but I'm chilling now 
Um, thank you for asking. I have anxiety for it. It's fine. I'm going to get my fucking pet chihuahua or whatever the fuck as my emotional support animal. Have we even done dicks in the past? I think the edible's kicking in. And I just did a shot. Oh, boy. We got fucking 12 minutes before this podcast goes super south. <laughs> All right. Dicks in the past. Uh, November 4. We're in November. November? Yeah, we're in November. Oh, boy. It's like one of those things that after you realize that you're high, you're just like in your own head. Instead of just like, just keep going. You're just like, oh my God, do I sound stupid? Is everyone looking at me? <laughs> like you have no idea what's going on. Um, November 4th, 1999, what happened? So U.S. President was Bill Clinton. Um, people were listening to Smooth by Carlos Santana. Um, can we just talk about how dope Carlos Santana is for a second? Carlos Santana's gotta be, as far as best guitar players ever, ooh, is he top 10? There's a lot of people. Maybe I'll do that tonight. Maybe I'll take another edible and I'll be like, all right, best guitar players. That would actually be a really cool, that would, have, that would be difficult for me. Because immediately I have like, 12 that could all be number one like Hendrick Stevie Ray Vaughn I'd even put Gary Clark Jr. up there Prince like but then you get into like like Dimebag Daryl Kirk Hammett Dave Mustaine like I it's impossible I need to write that down I need to do that maybe I'll do that tonight top 10 Guitar players of all time list. I don't even know if I can get 10, but Carlos Santana's got to be. I mean, what did they put him at last year in the, what was it, Rolling Stone? Rolling Stone top guitarists of all time list. Hopefully I don't have to like go through slide by slide. Here we go. Oh, this is 2015. Okay, well, it's not 2015. Okay, it's 2022. Um, maybe that was the last time they did it. Dude, this edible is rocking. How is this legal, but real weed isn't? They're like, nope, sorry, weed is illegal. But here, take this, and you'll take 50 milligrams and just fucking lose your mind live. <laughs> um, I have to go through everybody, but like Lindsey Buckingham, I would even put him in there. I would, Bruce Springsteen, I wouldn't. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, Dimebag Daryl. You've got... They put James Hedfield at 87. If Kirk Hammond isn't on this list, I'm going to be very upset. But let's go through Joe Perry. Lou Reed. Buddy Holly. Willie Nelson. I would say he's a bigger influence on country. But I also don't really know Willie Nelson like that as far as his music. So I'm kind of speaking out of pocket. Joni Mitchell. I wouldn't put her in there. Kurt Cobain. Hot take. I wouldn't put him in there. I would say he was a better lyricist than he was a guitar player. But I feel bad because he's dead. So he definitely changed the, changed the game. I don't know if he's best, 73rd best guitar player of all time. Hmm. We'll think about that. 
Robert Johnson, and he's kind of the one that started it all. Yeah, you're going to put Robert Johnson at 71, and he basically created all of this. Like, he didn't create heavy metal, but, like, if it wasn't for him creating blues and jazz and getting into, like, slide guitars and shit like that, we wouldn't be doing this when he was, you know, what was it, 1900s? Like, 1900s? That's hundreds of years ago. It'd be crazy to see, because I don't think they really have, like, good recordings of Robert Johnson. Everything, like, even if they, like, digitized and put his, like, catalog on Spotify, it's always, I mean, it was shit that was, like, recorded in, what, like, 1935, 1930, something like that. Like, they didn't really have anything, I'm guessing. I mean, fuck, 1930s, that's pre-World War II, like, they don't, they didn't have you know, fucking garage band. <laughs> like, they didn't, like, they had to fucking figure it out. That's so crazy. But you're going to put him at 71. Jack White at 70? All right. Slash at 65? Okay. Okay. Um, This is very annoying that I have to go through every... I don't even know who a lot of these people are. Next list. Top 50. Let's see. I don't know who a lot of these people are. Like Jerry Garcia, really, at 46 over Slash? Yeah, I guess that makes sense. For the time, too. Right? Tom Morello at 40. I mean, for me, I think Tom Morello is probably higher than that, but that's just me being biased. I would put Tom Morello... Yeah, Tom Morello is probably in my top 10. Probably the most... I mean, he's the one who got me into guitar, personally. So, for me, he's in my top three or top five, but there's so many great people. Like, it's impossible. Dude, Tom Morello... Fucks. If he would be the one, the one of the, him and like, him and like Dave Grohl. If I could have, like if I was like, if I had like a make a wish type situation going on, I'd be like, they're like, what do you want, dude? I'm like, I just want to, I want to get high as fuck with Tom Morello. I don't even know if he smokes. And Dave Grohl. And just be a fly on the fucking wall for like 10 hours. Or you know what? Do like acid or something wild where I'm like, dude, I I know I'm about to go out, but I just did mushrooms with Tom Morello and Dave Grohl. Like what, what the, as like a person who grew up idolizing both of these dudes, if I could ever meet, I almost don't want to meet either of them because then they're just going to be like, oh my God, my fans are dumb because I'm dumb. Like, I, I don't know what I would, I feel like it would be like that SNL skit where, who is it with Chris Farley where he meets um, Jeff Daniels? Is that what it is? <laughs> I would be, is that what it is? Chris Farley, Jeff Daniels. I think that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's basically what it would be like. I'd be like, do you remember... To Tom Morello, like, do you remember when you guys were recording the 
the DVD live performance for the LA show, and there was footage of like people getting like beaten and stuff. Or I would, or I, w- I would, if I had like Phil and Salmo in there as well, I'd be like, do you remember in Russia when you guys played with Metallica and ACDC and people were just getting the shit fucked out of them with police batons and you guys were just ripping? Like, that was, that was cool. <laughs> that's, that's basically what it would be like. They're like, this guy is a fucking moron and I'm wasting my time. But for me, I, that's like my childhood dream is to meet either of those dudes. But they wouldn't get much value out of it. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. That would be a 1000% for me thing. They would be like, this guy, pff, I don't even know what to say. This guy is insane. Um... But let's go back to okay. So we got Tom Morello. I, I like how it's like I should I should do a list, and then now I'm just going through the whole list. The Edge from U2. I didn't like U2. I respected U2 musically. I thought they were great. I just they never really stuck. But if they're on, I'll listen to them. Like their earlier stuff. Once it, they once it once it was like a TRL thing, I was like, all right, dude, what are we doing here? Like I'm gonna watch a D12 purple pills video and then i'm gonna watch whatever it is where he's like uh that place called vertigo it was called vertigo right yeah purple pills followed by vertigo that was that was the 2000s right there um randy rhodes this is a hard one because randy rhodes knee-jerk reaction i go yeah he's in there but the problem is, is that he passed away so early so it sucks because we didn't really get to see what could have been, but what we did see was insane. I think 36 is too low, but again, I'm just biased. Um, Prince, you're going to put Prince at 33. I will give you Tom Morello at 40. I think that's crazy, but I will give you that. But you're going to sit here with a straight face and tell me that Prince is not a top 10 best guitar player of all time. You're going to put him at 33rd. I I need to see your fucking list. Who else do we got? Johnny Ramone. You're going to put Johnny Ramone. No disrespect to Johnny Marone. Ramone. What did I say? (laughs) From the Ramones. No disrespect to them because I like the Ramones. But you're going to put Prince as a worse guitar player than Johnny Ramone. This is an insane list. I'm already upset. I'm already mad. Um, Brian May from Queen at 26. I feel like that's still a little low. Tony Iommi from Black Sabbath is 25. That sounds about right. The only reason I would put him higher is kind of like the same argument for Robert Johnson where like he kind of is like the godfather of... Like, heavy metal guitar, in my opinion. I could be wrong, but in my opinion. Because that was like the 60s, 70s, when people were just doing LSD and had a bunch of wild sound effects. Then Black Sabbath was like, devil, 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 devil. And everybody was like, let's go. And it fucking totally shifted a lot of people's perspectives in the 70s. Because, like, 80s 
he- like heavy metal wasn't really or no, 60s like heavy metal wasn't really like dark. Then Black Sabbath came along and started talking about fucking crucifixes and shit. Everybody's like, this is wild. So that makes sense. Angus Young at 24, I would put Iomi over Angus Young. But I get it. Buddy Guy at 23, I feel like that's low. Frank Zappa, I feel like that's a little too high. Carlos Santana is at number 20. So not as bad as I thought. I thought they were going to put him on like in like the 50 below. They put him at 20. I don't know. I don't know. Personally, I think Santana's in my 10, my top 10. Like Neil Young, 17. You're going to tell me Neil Young's a better guitar player than Prince? More influential than Prince? Get out of here. Get out of here. No disrespect to Neil Young. I'm just saying Prince is fucking Prince. The guy was like 5'3", and he fucked everybody. Everyone was like, I don't even care. He wore heels, just banging everybody. Just doing fucking 300 shows a year. <laughs> just, just on his private plane. Changed his name. Came back. And just killed it. And he was like, that's what I do, baby. Like He, just, <laughs> he was like the coolest motherfucker. From what it from what it you know seemed, I obviously was. When did Prince pass away? Not that long ago, right? Like in the last ten years. Yeah, twenty sixteen. That was a wild day. I remember that. Yeah, he was. It says he was five two. He was five two, and every every everyone wanted a wanted a piece of him. So you're, you're going to tell me you're going to he he's at forty. That's or at thirty three. That's crazy. Um, David Gilmore at 14, that makes sense. He might, yeah, see, the problem is there's too many fucking people. Stevie Ray Vaughan at 12, George Harrison at 11, Pete Townshend at 10, Dwayne Allman at 9, Eddie Van Halen at 8, B.B. King at 6, Jeff Beck, Keith, Keith Richards at 4 is kind of crazy, in my opinion. He might be top 25 for me, but that's the thing. This this whole list, everyone's list is going to be biased. Jimmy Page at three makes sense, but he could be one or two. Eric Clapton at number two, personally, I would put Jimmy Page over Eric Clapton. Not by much, not by much. Because obviously Eric Clapton had the voice too. So like he was kind of a dual threat, as the kids say. And he talked about doing Blow. And everyone likes that song. It's an amazing song. They put Jimi Hendrix at one. I kind of feel like you have to. Right? I feel like it could go Hendrix, Jimmy Page. Uh, Fuck, I mean, fucking Eddie Van Halen and B.B. King have all got to be... Yeah, I feel like every number one list has to go with Jimi Hendrix. Because that, that that guy was just, he was so fucked off when he was playing, I'm sure. He was like, I'm just going to take uh, 15 grams of mushrooms and then top it off with some DMT. And then to cool it out, I'm going to take, uh, you know, five hits of ecstasy, five points of ecstasy. And just fucking see what happens. And he just rips like a fucking 30-minute guitar solo. Everyone's 
their fucking faces are melting. <laughs> like, you ever want to see some wild shit? YouTube a Jimi Hendrix concert in like 1971 or some shit, and just look at the crowd and everyone is just fucked. Like it's sunglass. Everybody has sunglasses on, and it's a, it's a night show, and everyone's just everybody. <laughs> Everybody is just rip-roaring, just fucked off. And it's amazing. Um, that was like a 30-minute rant just off of one point of Dicks of the Past. <laughs> the dangers of marijuana. Um, people were watching Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Um, oh, that was a book. It wasn't the movies yet. I was a Harry Potter hater for a very long time. And then I had a girlfriend who was super into it. And she's like, let's just watch them. So we watched, I don't know, what is there, nine, eight? We watched all of them like over a weekend. And it was pretty tight. I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm not going to go as far to be like, I'm going to go get a fucking Harry Potter lightning tattoo or whatever. Like, I'm not doing that. That's a bit much. Um, but if they're on, I'll watch them. If I have, you know, 14 hours to spare and I feel like watching one movie, then, you know, I'll do it. But for the most part, I'm like, I'm, I'm a casual fan. Um, if you were playing video games, you were playing backyard soccer. What is that? I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's a sports game. Uh, my guess would be soccer or football, as they say. And I'm going to say that it probably takes place in the backyard. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see what this is. No, I don't want to download the emulator or the ROM. Let's zoom, <gasps> zoom in. Dude, I got heartburn off of one shot. Um, I think I've played this. What system was this on? Super Nintendo? PlayStation. No, I didn't play it then. These, 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 I have like a blast from the past looking at this. I feel like I've seen it. I didn't own it. Are you sure it wasn't on? I know, n like, none of this matters. PlayStation. Yeah, PlayStation and PC. I didn't have either of those in 2000. Weird. Wow. Anywho's. Um, that was it for Dicks of the Past. I'm going moving on to sports. Uh, NBA. Where are we at, NBA? I think Lakers finally have their first win. It's uh, week six, seven, something like that. Off to a rough start. I don't know what's going to happen. All I know is that Luka is playing out of his fucking mind this year. And it's I know it's only, you know, ten games in or nine games in, whatever we're in. But that man is, that, that guy, is, that guy fucks. I think he's averaging like 34 points right now with rebounds and assists, just fucking cleaning up the floor. He's fun to watch, man. Even though I'm a Lakers fan, I kind of have to hate everybody at this point because <laughs> so like, every, like everyone is looking at, at the Lakers and they're just like, yep, see, the fucking, all the memes, all, all that shit that we've been talking over, over the last three or four months of preseason. It's all come to fruition again. And like, it, they're like, I don't know. I feel, I feel like something big is going to happen with the Lakers. I feel like, I feel like someone's going to fucking get traded. It's going to be a crazy, like, I think something crazy is about to happen. Cause like they, they just weren't looking like themselves. Maybe not. Maybe they're just playing like shit, but I feel like, 
I don't know. When is the trade deadline? I feel like after the trade deadline happens, the Lakers are going to NBA trade deadline. Did it already pass? I know we just passed. Oh, dude, the NBA trade deadline isn't until February? Oh, yeah, we're fucking chilling. I guess I'm thinking of the NFL, because that's just passed. Speaking of NFL, how about them Seahawks? Bitch, beating the Giants, that was big. That could have gone either way. That was a very fucking fun game to watch. Gino out there doing his fucking thing. Our defense looks great. I think they play the Cardinals this weekend. I think it's in Arizona. Divisional uh, matchup. The Broncos finally got a fucking win after like three weeks straight. Let's talk about football. I'm recording this Wednesday. So I have not seen the Thursday night game, which is the Eagles and the Texans in Houston. Um, I mean, if I was a betting man, I would say Eagles. But if I was a betting man, <laughs> I mean, you got to go Eagles. But I'm saying if, if, if there's a team to disappoint, the Eagles or whomever, it could be the Texans. Like, watch Damian Pierce just has, like, five touchdowns. And everyone's like, what is happening? <laughs> like, he has three touchdowns at halftime, and he's, he has 165 yards. Like, he just puts up crazy—they just run the ball, and he just gets—he has a crazy fucking game. Um, But we'll see. Because I, I don't fucking know. Sunday, we got Colts-Patriots in New England. That's going to be a very fun game. I'm going to go Patriots on that one. Uh, Packers, Lions in Detroit. I need the Packers to win. I don't like the Packers. But I like Aaron Rodgers. He's fun. And it's fun. It's fun. There's something wild that happens. This is the edible talking. I'm going to be like, I just love people like that. No. <laughs> There's something cool about when you realize that you're part of something historic. Whatever it is. Like... Maybe you're watching the Olympics and like some crazy shit happens or whatever. But it's crazy when you're like, oh, when you talk to most people, they're like, who are the best three quarterbacks of all time? People are going to put Tom Brady in there. They're going to put Aaron Rodgers in there. And then they're probably going to put maybe like Peyton Manning or I'd say like Drew Brees, but it's usually going to be like those three or those four, right, for the most part. And like most of those people are all playing right now. So it's crazy to be, I guess, a part of something where if you live to be, you know, 80 years old. And let's say let's say the NFL totally fucking shifts, right, to where like the eyes aren't on the quarterback as much. And it's now, let's say it's on like uh, an edge rusher or a tight end or a wide receiver or a corner, it's kind of already getting going that way. So I think people are finally realizing that defense is like, I mean, obviously you, you have to put points up, right? But fucking defense is like, 
I mean, that's if you, if you got it's yeah. I don't know. I don't want to sit here and act like I fucking know what I'm talking about. I haven't played one snap of football in my entire life. But if universally, as a Seahawks fan, when it's second and one in the Super Bowl for the chance to go back to back Super Bowl champions, you realize that defense is important because you have people like Malcolm Butler out there. When you should have ran the ball to when you, you know, had one of the best running backs of all times. Definitely one of the best running backs of the Seahawks. Nah. Let's not do that. Let's throw it to Doug Baldwin on a slant on the one-yard line. Malcolm Butler, rookie year, reads it, jumps in front of it, catches it. Ball game. <laughs> like As a Seahawks fan... People send me that shit because that's kind of the only thing that people really have on us. It's really big. Like, that was a huge mistake. That was, like, one of the worst things that they probably could have done. But if you learn to just accept it and laugh, because at this point, it's kind of funny. Like, it's not. It's terrible. It still haunts me to this day. But at the end of the day, it's, it's sports. And let's be real, guys and gals. None of these motherfuckers know that we exist. <laughs> okay? So they don't really care how we feel about them winning or losing. That's why they're in that position and we're in this position. Because they don't care. And we do. Dude, imagine playing fucking professional sports. Especially if it's like a World Series Game 7, NBA Finals, you know, Super Bowl. That's got to be wild. That's got to be like like ejaculating for 90 minutes straight. Like it's got to be with a tremendous amount of stress. Stress come. Just just that's what that's what it's got to feel like. It's got to feel like stress come because for a lot of these people, like they may only get there one time and if they lose like, I don't fucking know. I don't know what that does to a person's psyche. I would imagine if you're uh, in the alpha male category that, like, if you lose, you're fucking pissed. Like, there's probably levels to it, obviously. But, like, if you're going to the Super Bowl, like, you, if you don't think you're going to win, then you don't need to be on the fucking team. That's kind of my outlook on it, which... There's a whole other thing that we could talk about. I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm like I just did fucking 14 years in the NFL. Dude, how about these offensive and defensive linemen that have been out there for like 10 years straight? They've they've maybe only missed a game or two. I was talking about this with a buddy. Like if you're a lineman, you are involved every play. And I he he said that and I was like, hold like that's an obvious statement. But yeah, that's fucking true. Like, if you're a wide receiver, right, he was saying, he was like, if you're a wide receiver, you're still running, you're still trying to, like, you know, run decoys and shit like that, you still you still have a play to run, but if you know the ball's not coming to you, like, you don't necessarily have to go, like, crazy, crazy, but when, as soon as that ball snaps, you've got five, six dudes that are, I don't know, anywhere between 275 and 380, and they're Six four, they're just these Goliath humans, and they're running at you, feet planted, ready to fuck. Like you have that on both sides. Like you do that for seventy snaps a game, or whatever it is. Like you're you gotta, anyways. Offensive linemen and defensive linemen. 
Those are the real MVPs, as far as I'm concerned. Um, what was I talking about? Packers, Lions, being part of something. I got all emotional. I don't know. Chargers, Falcons. Marcus Mariota is kind of fucking right now. I kind of like the Falcons. I'm, I'm going to go Falcons. It's in Atlanta. Uh, Bills at the Jets. Um, that could be a that's going to be a fun game, but I think the Bills are going to end up winning. Um, but I'm sure it'll be a pretty good back and forth. Both pretty fucking very good teams. <coughs> Excuse me. Vikings Commanders in Washington. I'm going to go Vikings. We got Panthers in Cincinnati. The Bengals look terrible on uh, Monday. Um, I, don't, I mean, they kind of started to come back, but I mean, there was a almost a pick six on the, on the first drive. They're without Jamar Chase. Um, but yeah, they're playing Carolina. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I need DJ Moore to fucking blow up again. So I'm going to go Panthers. Uh, we got Raiders, Jags in Jacksonville. Raiders need to fucking win. Um, they need to win bad. So I'm going to go Jags <laughs> because of that. Dolphins, Bears. Um, Tua seems to be okay for now. Knock on wood. Bears picked up some people. I think they're playing. I think they got Chase Claypool, right? We got some other people, but I'm too high to figure that out. It's at Soldier Field. I'm going to go Bears by a razor-thin margin, but I'm going to go Bears. It's a bold move, Cotton, but I'm going to go Bears. Uh, Seahawks, Cardinals, I have to go Seattle. I think Seattle actually could win that. That's going to come down to our defense. I feel like our running game is pretty fucking good with uh, Walker, and we've got our tight end. We've got... Pretty good receivers. DK seems to be okay. Lockett's doing his thing. We got Disley doing his thing. Um, offensive line seems to be doing good enough for us to get points. I say us. I mean them. The athletes, not me, the guy who's drunk watching them every morning, every fucking Sunday. Um, so, yeah, I feel like if the defense can keep, keep fucking – like they are now, I feel like they could uh, might be able to get a pick or maybe a fumble, maybe both, out of Kyler Murray. Moving on to Rams-Buccaneers. Both teams need a win. Both teams lost last week. I think the 49ers beat the Rams, and the Buccaneers are just on this downward slope. Um, uh, I can't stand the Rams because they're in our division, so I'm going to go Buccaneers. I need the Tampa Bay to win. I don't fucking care if it's by a you know fluke safety. I need I need the Buccaneers to win. Titans Chiefs that could be a very great game actually. It's in Kansas City. Um, I mean if the Chiefs can stop Derek, I mean it's kind of the same story, right? If the if the defense can stop Derek Henry, like the Broncos did, at least in that first half when they played, um, or the Bills, I'm sorry, the Bills did, then. I feel like they're going to have a rough go. Plus, Arrowhead gets loud as fuck, and they go crazy for the Chiefs. So, um, I'm going to go Chiefs on this one. I think that's going to be, yeah, I think they could win by like 10, potentially. If they can't stop Derrick Henry, then I think the Titans have a great shot. But it's also Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and everybody else. So, you give them any time. And it's going to be an absolute nightmare. 
And then we got Ravens, Saints. Some of my best friends are fans of both teams, so I don't really know who I who I can pick safely. Um, it is in New Orleans. Ravens got a win. Saints didn't win, and it's at home. So I'll go Saints, I guess. I don't know if Mark Andrews is playing, though. That's why I'm saying Saints, too, because... I don't know what the fuck's going on with Mark Andrews. I think he's out with a groin injury. But I don't know. I think they're saying he was like limited practice this week and he might play. For fantasy owners, it sucks because they play Monday night. So it's like, unless you have somebody, unless you have his backup on your bench or somebody that plays for the Saints. Like if you have like Juwan, what's his name? Juwan Johnson. Is that his name? I literally just picked him up. I can't. Um, I need to get his name right. Yeah, Juwan Johnson. So yeah, I don't know. Actually, that actually works out great for me because if they say that he, because I'm not playing Juwan right now because I'm not sure if Mark Andrews is out, so I I could just swap him out at the very last minute. I'm chilling. So one time I actually drafted fine where it actually works out. Watched they're both out, then I'm fucked. Then I have to take a zero. Um, so yeah, th- those are my picks for the week. Um, UFC, I don't think I talked about the Islam Makachev card. I feel like by this point, it's kind of irrelevant. It was a fucking great, that card was great. It was great, dude. It was on early. I could drink early. I got everything done in the morning, went and hiked, went to the gym, made some breakfast, took a dump, showered, had some coffee, took a dump again, showered again. The fights were on at like noon. They were off at like 4, 4.30. It was perfect. Um, the Stylebender fight is next Saturday. I don't know who's fighting this weekend. Should we look real quick? Oh, I think Neil Magny. No, that's a different. That's November. Oh, we're in November. Jeez, I'm fucking. Marijuana is a terrible drug. Um, November, yeah. This is the Neil Magny. Neil Magny and the D-Rod fight. They got rescheduled from like a month or so ago. Marini Rodriguez. Oh, this was supposed to be the Bryce Mitchell fight, and that got canceled. That got moved. Didn't that go to... Dude, this UFC 281. Are you kidding me? Frankie Edgar's on it. Dan Hooker's on it. Poirier versus Chandler, Esparza versus Whaley Zhang. Stylebender against Alex. Oh, dude, dude, I'm. Oh, it's on at it's on nine o'clock, though. Bummer. Bummer. Brad Rydell, Dominic Reyes. Yeah. Molly McCann. That's on, on the prelims. What's on the early prelims? Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. And then baseball, um, as of the time of recording, because I'm doing this, uh, I think game five just started. Four. Phillies won like 7 nothing last night. It was game three. Yeah, so game four is on right now. I don't even know. It, it doesn't even... Oh, no, it's not on right now. It's on in three minutes. Um, but as of right now, it's 2-1 Phillies. Uh, two more, including the game that happens tonight. So tonight and tomorrow are in Philly. 
and then goes back to Houston if the Astros can get one win. There's a chance I might be going to Houston. If the if the Astros win a game and it goes back to Houston, I might try to go to Houston. I won't go to the game because games are going to be like a or tickets are going to be like a fucking grand to you know sit on someone's lap in the parking lot. Like it's not it's not not really worth me doing that because I can't stand the Astros. I just want to go for like the ambiance. But we might go to a bar and drink at a bar. And I think it would be hilarious if I wore my Dodgers hat, but I'd probably get murdered. I guess it'd be worse if it was a Yankees hat, but imagine I went to downtown Houston with a Dodger hat on while they were in the World Series, and we got fucking basically swept by a team who got basically swept against the Phillies. They'd probably just laugh at me. And I'd be like, you're either cheaters. And they'd all pull fucking knives out. And that would be it. No more podcast. <laughs> that would be no mas. Um, yeah, I think we hit everything, dude. Baseball, UFC, NFL, NBA. We're just getting started with that. Album of the week. Um, so I mentioned I went and saw a band over the weekend. I'd never heard of them. I have a buddy who was a big fan of them, and I was he asked me if I wanted to go, and I was like, yeah, sure, I'm down. It's my first show in Texas, and I listened to a couple of their songs, and, you know, I liked them, but I didn't really know, right? Like, for me, I would have to kind of see somebody live, and unless they just blow me away, like, so I was like, eh, like, I'm, you know, we're going to go see them. We'll check it out. And we we went and saw them. They're a band, I think they're from Connecticut, um, they gave me kind of like early thrice kind of vibes to it. And I was like shocked at how much I enjoyed them live. Um, they were very, very good. They only have one album out right now. Um, it's called little greenhouse. It's by a band called anxious. It actually came out this year. They have a couple of like singles that they've also put out. Um, but they were fucking phenomenal live. I, I don't know if it's because I haven't really been to like a, like a, I don't even know what you'd classify them, like punk or maybe hardcore, but it's not, it's probably more punk, but I haven't been like a punk show in years, years since I was like in high school and I forgot how like great the like energy is of punk bands. Like they're just all over the fucking place. They're just going crazy. They look like they're having a good time. It bring it by that you automatically feel like you're having a good time. It kind of pulls you in and you guys can like share this experience together and do all of that. And they had like two songs left. And I, I was like, what the fuck dude? Like they, they, they only had, I guess like an album or so. So they couldn't, you know, they could only have fucking so many, but it was, it was great. So anxious. The uh, the album is called Little Greenhouse. Uh, great live, fun energy. They were fucking dope. So give them a check out. Give them a check out. What does that mean? <laughs> give them a check out. I sound like I'm like from fucking Sweden or some shit. I'm fucking losing my voice. Um. Time changes on Sunday, huh? Turn those clocks back. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> if you're at the office on Friday, like, don't forget, change your clocks. Like, we've been, I've had an iPhone since 2008. Does it for me. Fuck face. Talk. See you Monday. 
Um, that is it. We've done an hour and 20 minutes. This might be the longest one ever. That's what she said. She didn't. Um, but you guys be safe out there. You guys keep those clocks back. You know what I mean? You guys be good humans. And I will talk to you motherfuckers next week. Peace. (laughs) Peace.